Welcome to another episode of RPG Hour. This is our review of I Hunt. I am Mr. RPG Hour, they, them. I'm Mrs. RPG Hour, they, them, or she, her, or she, her, or they, them. Sorry. I am Emmett Hale Farnsworth Guzman, he, him. And hi, I'm Nick, uh, he, him pronouns. So today we're going to be going over I Hunt, which we have uh, played, and now this is the end, although you're hearing this first. We're going to do our best not to talk about spoilers. So the first thing is, is we all went through uh, character creation. Um, I'm going to go ahead and start with character creation, then we're going to go on to Emmett, Mrs., and then Nick in regards to how we feel about character creation. Of course, is it easy? Is there anything confusing? Is there anything missing from the character sheet? Um, I'm going to start with the character sheet. The character sheet that I got off of the main site, I like the stylized nature of it. Um, but I feel like it, it, for the digital age, like it's not exactly the, the best layout that I would say for the digital age. Um, and maybe that's just cause I have to, I've only got two screens and I sometimes have to squish two documents side by side so that then takes its you know landscape layout and makes it kind of not as easy to look at um and I don't know, that just could be just the way that i have to handle it but i mean also i like books and landscape but it comes down to the point where sometimes i'm not a big fan of uh the other documents the peripherals being landscape as far as character creation, it's pretty much like any other Fate game that you're going to pick up. Um, it's a pretty straightforward deal. Uh, they do have something that's not exactly a part of anything else um, that are called kinks. Um, and they they kind of like... They have some pre-generated aspects that come with each kink, as well as kind of an idea of how your character can fit into a world like a generalized type and it, but it doesn't it's not a limiting type um i definitely feel for me it scratches an itch that a whole lot of games don't do i prefer arch types i prefer something that's not locking down a lot of systems if they have anything that is like hey there's this type of a role that you can take it can lock you into a lot of things there's not a whole lot of freedom that you have with it versus this is more of a story focused piece uh it's kind of a in my personal opinion it feels like how artel sorian does theirs with roles in cyberpunk 2020 um uh mechton and some of the other games that they do it feels a lot like those roles it has a similar thing where like you get something special out of it but it doesn't define entirely who your character is and what your character is the skills that you take and the aspects that you choose are going to be what really define that character. The kinks just kind of uh, point you in a direction, and, and, and I kind of like that a lot personally. I think it's definitely easy to navigate. I, it, it is laid out in a manner that is not exactly straightforward for me. I did have a lot of back and forth I had to do, um, and, and I get that you're going to have to do some back and forth in character creation in most games anyway. However, I felt like it was getting towards a middle ground for me where it was starting to get to a point of I'm going back and forth way too much. Why am I having to do this? I feel like certain pieces could have been... Um, I think some of the kink information could have been earlier in the chapter. I think um, a general overview of the kinks and some of the other stuff 
could have been towards the front and, and like a compact, hey, here's a quick look at things. Um, and, and while there was a little bit of that in, in there, it was spread out in a way that just it uh, it was a little off for me. Um, I'd still say that it's probably one of the best uh, character creations I've, I've had to deal with in a long time. Um, I don't think there's anything missing. I wouldn't exactly call it uh, easy. There is a lot of, if you come to the table without a session zero with your game master of talking over the world of, and ours, we did off mic. We didn't record our session zero, but we did talk about things. I think that if you come to the table without a good character concept, um, you're not looking at a quick and easy character creation. You're looking at hours long character creation uh, because you were trying to come up with something on the spot, trying to work it in, trying to make it kind of fit. Um, and I think that's the only thing like it, it is it is a thing where you can't just come sit down look at it and that has to do a lot with i that's something that all fate system has because of the aspects um they're so open-ended in a respect that uh if you don't come to the table with a concept you're kind of shit out of luck um but that's how i feel about character creation emmett i actually really like character creation in this game and here's why i have had the pleasure of um, doing character creation outside of this particular instance of um, uh, I hunt. And so I've actually been able to create characters the way that you're supposed to, I guess, um, more help, help my, my party create characters is what I had to do. I, I ran a session. So creating characters, uh, the unique method that it gives you to create them is really interesting, I've found. Um, although the one part that kind of gets left out a little bit is, is stunts. Um, I'll get into that a uh, bit later. I kind of know what you're saying about the back and forth, um, but I think that I think that if you have an idea of what you want to play, like even like just the high concept, um, with a little bit of workshopping, you can easily do this in, in a single hour. Um, it is, it is, it's really nice. Um, and then you can determine your stats over the next hour or so. Like it's, it's, it's not, you can, you get to do that in narrative. And so I do really like that. I think as far as the character sheet is, I mean, like, it's, I mean, it's, it, it lays things out pretty clearly. I, I, uh, have an easy time, like, finding everything. Um, I mean, like, it does look a little 90s, but, you know, just reminds me of the, the cups a little with the, the blue triangles. But I, I mean, I like the 90s, right? Um, but yeah, it's, 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 I think it's fairly simple, honestly. I wish there was a, a roll 21 so I could use it, uh, in more digital instances and more simply, but I will say, oh, I less. think the nineties is there because, uh, it's made for the millennials who, for the most part, the millennial age group, uh, grew up in the nineties. So I think that little, uh. I mean, that's probably purposeful. You're right. Uh, and Mrs.? 
Um, yeah, I kind of agree with Emmett. Like, character creation, generally speaking, is pretty easy. Um, with little asterisk on the stunts, because I think I don't know if you want to make something cool that takes time to figure out how it's going to work and you have to work with your GM on like how it's going to apply situationally and things like that um, but <clears throat> otherwise it's I think it's pretty easy I really like the uh, kinks in this um, in that it kind of gives you a foundation to kind of build like if you don't have a, an idea but one of the kinks kind of really speaks to you you can build a character concept really easily from that and you know still make a really interesting unique character instead of like you know some places or some systems give you like the archetype or whatever but it gives you it's like really formulaic it's like you can only change like two or three things about the character at the start and so it's like you pick this thing and if someone else wants to play that they have pretty much the exact same character which sucks but this you have a lot of ability to really make it a, a genuinely unique character which is really nice <clears throat> excuse me I'm sorry I'm starting to lose my voice a little bit um, character sheet I for as a person who has difficulty with color seeing color properly and gradations and tones and stuff. I, <laughs> I actually fucking love this character sheet. There is not any part of the information that is difficult to read because of some design thing that they put on the sheet. Which is important to me. <laughs> um, everything is laid out cleanly. Um... The only, like, the only critique, I guess, I have is, um, because everything is laid out like a grid, like your, um, your skills are laid out on this, like, little grid thing, um, it does make it difficult with the spaces in between the boxes to really line up which row you're working in um for me that's just a visual thing like it trips my it can trip my eyes out a little bit and make it a little tricky but otherwise it's i really like this sheet it's very clear it's very clean um and it doesn't have anything unnecessary to make it difficult to figure out what's going on on it yeah so i definitely have I, I overall i like the game very much but um i think i have a, uh, maybe a weird opinion about this because i don't have a lot of experience with fate in general and this is based off of you know fate core so there there's some things that for me getting used to um you know i hunt was also getting used to fate and i think for that purpose especially it does a very fine job of of bringing me into that and helping me learn this as someone who maybe doesn't really have the uh, the reference point a lot of people would. So, just talking about the character sheet, um, again, I do love the design. It's great. Um, and I think, like, the... Um, one of the big things for me is it's that skill section. The fact that 
you have that grid. And I know, you know, other people have expressed other opinions about it. Um, I think it's great uh, because really the, um, they mark the section um, for like your starting skills. So like you have this full grid, but you're only using part of it when you're starting off. And for me, who doesn't really have a lot of experience with, with fate stuff and doesn't really know maybe how to like scale or build these characters, if I'm just doing a one-off like we, we've done, um, this is great because now I know, okay, well, here's what I need. So I can just fill in just this part. Um, I think the rest of it, it makes very, very much sense. It's very intuitive um, in terms of what to fill in where. Um, I do feel like maybe stunts are a little underrepresented, but again, I'm, I'm new to fate, so that didn't really necessarily, um, it's not necessarily something I missed, because I didn't necessarily know it was there. Um, but I think the game functions very fine, even despite that. Um, so yeah, overall I think the character sheet is a big win. Um, as far as character creation goes, uh, there was mention of, you know, the kinks, and these are sort of acting as your general roles for the game. And, you know, I, I like having that, that customization of maybe not locking down to a role, sure, um, but I can also just as easily deal with them, as long as the roles are, you know, not too narrow. And I feel like these roles are fairly broad, and that you can do a lot with them in general. Uh, I do think, though, as far as the layout, like in the book, they the table of contents, and this is a very minor gripe of mine, um, the table of contents just says, all right, here's where the kink section starts. I would prefer if they had, like, did a little break and said where each kink starts. So, like, okay, the Evelinas start here, the Knights start here, the the Fooies start here. Uh, mm-hmm. And I, I think they have a, a distinct visual layout in the book, so you generally know when you're on one page that belongs to one because they drastically change design themes, which I think is a neat concept for sure. But... For the table of contents, navigating, I wanted to just be able to click in and say, all right, well, I'm a knight. I need to look up knight-relevant things now. So I usually had to click into the kink section and scroll through to find it, which not a ton of work, but, you know, it would have saved me a little bit of time, sure. But I do love that the table of contents is linked, so you can just click things and go where you need to go instead of having to navigate manually. That's a big help. Um, yeah, as far as everything else goes, I think the, the gameplay is, is pretty smooth. Um, oh, we'll get to that in a second. We're just on character creation. Okay, now. cool. Character creation only. Um, then yeah, I, I very much am, am a fan of how this works. And I'm actually going to parrot something. I've played a lot of different um, I hunt, or sorry, uh, I've played a lot of fate games before. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, not a huge amount, but I, this is my fifth or sixth fate game to play. All of them had or used a different version of a character sheet um, and this is the only one that I've used that had little markers on it that said you get one great, you get two good, you get three fair, and you get four average by putting a little triangle in the corner. I'm going to be honest, that is a fairly easy to th- thing to remember. One great, two good, three fair, four average. And I will guarantee you, next time I play Fate, I'm going to say, how many, do I get a superb? Do, how many grades do I get? Do, do I get any goods? Like, I will say that. And having that little notch there uh, that Nick was talking about, like, 100%, that makes it so much easier. <laughs> like, not just as somebody who, like, is brand new to it, but somebody who's played Fate before, like, I'll be honest. Like, that that's... If I played Fate all the time, I would say that that's probably not something necessarily needed, but 
when you're not used to it, it definitely is a good thing. Absolutely. Um, next, we're going to go on to uh, the game mechanics, um, and we're not going to we're not going to jump into uh, the combat just yet. Uh, this is just on general game mechanics. Um, I'm going to go ahead and go first. Uh, let's go ahead and get um, Mrs. Second. Emmett third, and we'll end with Nick on this one um, you know, in regards to uh, game mechanics. So as I've said before, game mechanics, I'm not a big fan of the dice. The dice don't do it for me. Four dice that tell you whether you get a plus, a minus, or a blank. Um, it just doesn't do it for me. I like the idea of I Hunt. That's why I wanted to play it. There's some really cool concepts in here. If somebody ever did a different... Um, background system for this or something I, I might play it but um i will also say this like fate is also something that like i can deal with um it, it, it's not one of those things like the the dice are just awful um not gonna name names but there is another system out there that like i just i, I can't stand how the dice mechanics work 100 percent um but i hunt just I hunt the dice just don't do it for me the edge die does sort of make up for it but it is so not exactly random but it's so it, it is it is not enough in the mainstream play to make that big of a difference for me and so that's that's kind of my thing like um is the idea of being able to grab an aspect and use that to boost, I love that. Is the fact that you get to have stunts that can change how your stuff works, absolutely. Um, is it cool that you get a stunt and that helps to boost your stuff, absolutely. Uh, all of these types of pieces of mechanics that join into the game mechanics and the general gameplay, I love. I love that Fate is based around a, a sort of story first aspect, um, face, based around sort of a story first aspect where you're gonna say what you want roll and and you know things are gonna change from there be affected from that and um um i mean i like that part of it um i do like how how um but yeah no you're still using the traditional four dice three dice and an edge die if you get that little changeover um but that's it for me honestly like it's it's still it's still fate dice at the end of the day uh what made this game is the setting and the people at the table for me. Mrs. So, um, I, I don't know. I, I think fate's fine. <laughs> um, this, to me, I mean, it operates like the other fate games we've played. So, um, and I like them just fine. They're not necessarily my favorite. But I think I like the system enough that if I found like a setting that I like really got into or like really got like built a character that I was like super, super in love with, it, it might be like one of my favorite games at that point. But like, I mean, it's fine. <laughs> I don't really have much to say like mechanics wise because it's like, they I. All right, Emmett. Hmm. I think I really like fate, and maybe that's because I like succeeding as much as I like failing. And you kind of 
And I understand why that could be like a little like sucky in terms of like actual mechanics. But I really like Fate. Um, I think the dice mechanics are not the greatest, but they're still good. I like them. Um, and I think the edge die does not see as much use outside of combat is what I will say. And, and, and is not nearly as powerful, uh, a, a piece in this whole equation outside of combat. Yeah. That's, that's, that's what I have to say about it. Cause I really, I think most of why I like this game has to do with the, the, the other stuff about, about fate, the, um, most of what I like in the mechanics have, has to do with like fate points and stunts. And I think that those are, are really powerful to, you know, move action forward and have sort of a conversation with your GM. Um, especially when they're, they're, um, used kind of liberally. Uh, I, I think it really does make for a good time. If you're, if you're, if the people in your group are on board, and about it but uh yeah that's what i have to say i will take a step back right quick i forgot to mention fate points when i was talking honestly fate points we didn't use a whole lot during our game um but fate points is one of the only other redeeming factors of fate for me uh personally um uh i think the refresh uh, which is how they kind of mark it on the sheet i i'll say i feel like it's I feel like the refresh rate is a little weird to me, so it also makes it difficult to feel like you can use it enough. In a one-shot, I've seen where we go through our refresh two, three times, and I've been at tables where we never go through <laughs> refresh um, because it does. It, it depends on the person running and how they're telling the story. So, um, but yeah, no fate points are kind of one of the only other redeeming factors. So, Nick, sure. Um, so again, bearing in mind that really up until now, my only experience with Fate is having, like, read and not played. So, I feel like in play, you know, uh, I Hunt is, you know, Fate-based, and I feel like it, it, um, benefits from that. So, it's very light, but not to the point of, of, you know, just being complete hand waves, um, I think Fate in general is, it strikes me as a very good light system um, for a lot of this. Now, I'm not a fan of proprietary dice. <laughs> um, I don't like that, you know, you have your weird, um, you need special dice for it and everything. So the fact that I played this in a digital context where I had dice roller to handle that for me made it so much easier. Um, <clears throat> in an in-person context, you know, if I were playing this around a table with friends physically or something, maybe it would be a little less inclined to it, but... You know, it's it's a digital thing that helped out, and I think because iHunt is very... It's a game for a digital age. iHunt is very millennial. iHunt is very modern. Um, so, you know, I don't think that's a problem, as long as you're willing to do that. Um, also, on the note of it being very millennial, very modern, um, the skills... Um, I like them, in general, like, even the, the non-combat skills and combat skills altogether. Um, 
I feel like on the first read through, I, I read through the list of skills and I'm like, um, I'm going to need to read through these a couple of times because I'm not necessarily, you know, sure what, you know, socialite is versus social worker in some cases. You know, they're very similar sounding um, or, you know, maybe I'm not familiar with what a maker is. I am, but I could easily see somebody who is not familiar with that. So it's not necessarily um, something that everyone has the common jargon for, but it's very millennial in that out in that right. So you do kind of need to know that, but I think that plays to its strength because it makes it very much conveys the tone and the the feeling the game is trying to get to. It very much builds up the setting, and I think that makes it compelling. Um, on note about fate points, um, other people were talking about them. We didn't really use them in our our playthrough, um, at least not very much, and I didn't personally get a chance to use them, so I don't really know that I've, I've um, gained or lost anything from that, because I don't have an opinion, I don't have the experience with it yet, um, but the edge dice, I do like, I do feel like you need to be very mindful of it though, so like, like a lot of people said, um, it maybe doesn't come up so much outside of combat, so I think if you're mindful of that and your director is like trying to purposely include those edge dice, sure. But otherwise, maybe it can kind of fall to the wayside a little. Yeah. I will touch base on skills just for those who've been around for a while. I know that I talk about skills in almost every system because y'all know me. I either want no skills in a game or I want a bunch of skills. It's just that that's my I, there's no in between for me. Um, for those of you that are wondering, I hunt is on the cusp of being not enough skills. I would like to see a couple more. I don't really know what you would add. I don't know that there's really... I would maybe agree with that. Yeah, and I mean, I, I don't know what would be added, to be honest. I feel like these are a great set of skills. I'm very pleased with the skills. Mm -hmm. But I will say, I want more. But I'm happy with what we have as well. Unlike a lot of other game systems out there that we've talked about before, where I get to the point where I'm just like, I would do away with the skills if I were to run this. That's not the case here. I hunt. Um, honestly, I, I would add some skills, but I, I think in all honesty, it's a great number of skills. It's a perfect way to do skills. Um, and, and I have to say, if they had just simply grabbed the skills from fate and said, here you go, I would not be I would not be singing these praises. They, they, they modified the skill list a little bit, and um, I, I definitely think that it, it benefited a lot from that, uh, in my personal opinion. Yeah, I, I kind of feel the same way a little bit. Like, maybe there's... I feel like it is right on the edge of... Uh, right in this medium space where, like, you can create varied characters, but you will still have some overlap with uh, other people in the party. Um, I mean, I don't know what, yeah. what else you'd put in else. there, though. Like, that's the biggest thing. Um, that I don't know what else you'd put in there. I'm sure there's something, but I, I don't think it would take that many skills to really, maybe like two. Could I build off that? Because um, you, you got me thinking. Um, so I think this is more of like a, a character creation concern, honestly. Um, but I do feel like, yeah, there because of the, the amount of skills, you're going to have some overlap. Um, and character creation in the, in the rulebook, like it says specifically, build your characters together, please. Um, and so, you know, we did that a little bit, you know, via like discord chats and, you know, just touching base, communicating that way. Um, but ideally I, I do think it benefits from like building together because otherwise you're going to have that overlap and it can get confusing, but you know, maybe an option for this would be, I think this, um, 
has a great list of, of skills as is. But maybe like in some supplements or things like that, you can include, all right, here's just some full new skills. They're a little niche. They're designed towards this specific builds, but you can just have these as skills now. Maybe that's an option. Mm. Yeah. I mean, I, I like it. I think it's yeah. I think it's a good number of skills, but I, I feel like at this point, I understand a little bit of what Mr. RPG Hour is looking for. Um, would, would you say that that's accurate? And I, I'm, uh, I guess what I'm saying is like, Mr. RPG Hour is a certain type of gamer, you know, and if Mr. RPG Hour feels strongly a certain way about the number of skills, there certainly there are going to be a number of people who also feel that way. As for me, it's fine though. Give <laughs> yeah. the crunch. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> give me give me the role master skill list character sheet Eight. three oh, pages yeah. two of them are skills for those of you who don't know she's, she actually does like role master so even though she's saying that that way she will literally pour over the book and be like i want this skill and i want this skill and i want this skill and i want this skill okay Let's be specific here. I'll say I want this skill at this percentage because that way I can do this thing with this thing over here. <laughs> I like skill-based systems, yeah. Have enough bonus points in this category to do all the math. I mean, and I guess what I'm saying is, like, there is a way to to satisfy both that kind of gamer and still maintain the integrity of your your core skills um, with just a few more. Um, yeah, I think that it's a hard middle ground to walk, but I think iHunt does a very good job of doing so. I think so, too. Yeah, I mean, I feel like the skills were adequate. Um, like, maybe a couple more, like... I don't know. I, I guess... Like, a couple more, like, specialized things. So, like, for example, you had, what, fight and assassin that are kind of the same thing, but not quite. They work a little bit differently, like, maybe expanding upon that. Or same with, you know, things that... There are several skills in here that are, like, very similar, but work in different, like, different facets of society. So, like... But some of them, some of the other skills don't have that, so maybe find a way to expand some of those other ones that don't have that. To maybe something like that. I don't know. Yeah, no, they make a, a mention in like the skills section of, hey, this overlaps broadly with this. Like assassin and and fighter do yeah. overlap some, or like gorilla and organizer overlap right. some. So yeah. the fact that they acknowledge that is great. Like it does help yeah. you sort of. Uh, suss out which one you know you should be using in each situation but also there is some overlap so sometimes it can get a little confusing yeah especially considering there are only like two skills to attack yeah. with um for physical yeah. you know you are going to have one of those i think skills. i think the overlap actually works out really Probably. well because this is kind of like a social commentary game right and like mm -hmm. so yeah. the fact that there's overlap it's like okay you know there's like social worker and socialite right so you think of socialites being like kind of high society knows every knows who's who of everything 
stuff like that, where it's like social worker would have that same thing, just in a different facet of society. Yeah, social worker would be more about that one-on-one instead of, like, being part of everyone. Well, not even that. It's like the social worker would know the who's who's to get shit done in whatever facet of social work that they're, you know, a part of. And they would know who to call and who to say, hey, you owe me a favor, do this for me, you know, to get something done. Whereas the socialite would be in the same position just with, you would think, more, like, rich people and shit. Hmm. So I think that's cool. I also think that it's cool that you can attack with, like, mental attacks. Had I thought about it more, if I was going to play again, I would just want want to beat the, the monster by shaming them, you know? Stop. It's like, stop, stop. He's already dead. <laughs> <laughs> the, the approach we took in-game, though, was not conducive to that, and we made a conscious choice. We did make it. We did. It's good stuff. It's a, it's a fun game. Um... It's a fun game. I really enjoy. I don't know. There, there is, there is a pretty big variety of approaches that you can take, and I, I do like that part of the game. So let's jump over to uh, physical combat, and we're gonna toss in social combat. We didn't do a whole lot of it. We're gonna go ahead and toss that in as well. I'm gonna start. Then we'll go Nick, Emmett, and Mrs. I actually do enjoy the way that I hunt and fate combat works. Um, it has a sort of feel to how other D6 systems have done it in the past. And that's it's a comfort at that point for me. I love that your stunts can automatically add to the stress. And I love that you have two different types of damage that you can take. That's one thing that I hate about a lot of games is that like if your character is literally trying to just take somebody out mentally or take somebody out with their magic or do something other than literally beating a person's physical body into nothing, you've only got one health pool. It doesn't matter. But what I love is that you can you can tick away at physical stress or mental stress. I like that there is a differentiation. I like that there are ways to do that. Um, I mean. Personally speaking, I think that the combat system, um, I think that a little bit could be added to the fate combat system. I feel like there there are points that are a little too vague and open for me. Um, it just kind of feels like the, a lot has been left up to whoever's running the game. And while that can be okay, when you get to a table and people don't know what they're doing... And the game runner doesn't really set some things out for you. You're kind of like, okay, cool. I guess I'm just going to treat this how I do. The fantasy game that we shall not name. I'm going to hit with this attack. Or with this type of attack. And let's see what damage I do. And I've seen that happen so many times. Um, at, at a table. Thankfully, it didn't happen during this game, but I've seen it happen, and so I, I feel like there are some things that could be better defined. I feel like I Hunt does a better job than Fate overall does in defining how combat works. Um, but I do have to say, I do enjoy um, I do enjoy Fate's combat. I feel that damage is a good thing, and I feel that also um, the fact that you have stuff that can be negatively impact based on the, the amount of stress that you've taken um, is kind of a neat thing. Uh, Nick? 
Yeah, so... Again, I'm not super familiar with Fate. So, again, do, do take my observations here with a grain of salt, but also with um, the eyes of, of someone who is fresh to it. And so, if you're new to, to, to you know, Fate-based systems and, and trying to see how iHunt may work out for you, or if you just want to get a gauge of how iHunt is and how it interacts with that, you know, system that's built around, maybe take, may, uh, take my advice with um, a little more thought. But I feel like the combat is maybe a little swingy. Um, I don't know if that's a product of how we played the game, or if that's how the game is written, but um, I, I felt like it kind of got a little chaotic at some points, um, which is as much on us as it is on the system, really, but I, I don't necessarily know that um, there's a lot of impact on how things go. So, like, if one character is maybe a better fighter or something than another, um, honestly, the other person can just have a good role and they're fine. Like, it, they, they make up for the difference completely. Um, or anything that would maybe give an edge, you would think, um, which maybe this is a place where the edge die should actually come in more, right? So, like, if somebody, for example, punches someone, right? And then if somebody, for example, stabs someone... One of those is probably going to hurt more than the other. Um, and I, I, I do keep in mind that it's physical stress and it's not health. So I was looking for a health bar at one point, and like, that's not how it works. I've, I've learned that, and I like that, actually. I do think there is a merit to that. But maybe having some way to modify that a little more could be interesting. Um, maybe just judicious use of the, of the edge die would be the way to go there. But in a combat situation where there's lots of things that can give someone an edge... It's kind of hard to say, you know, whether that would matter or not at any given point. Um, so that's how I feel about combat in general. I do like um, that, again, you do have the, the two types of, of stress. You have, like, physical and mental. So the social combat worked very much akin to the physical combat. I like that a lot. Um, personally, as far as seeing any system handle a social interactions... I think I like social combat as a concept, and I, I like seeing it here represented, even if we didn't do too much with it. Um, but yeah, I, I, overall, I think it's it's great um, in terms of like being light and being fast and being easy to work with, but maybe lacks a little in depth. Um, and that's just how I feel. I think that's more of a personal reflection than it is a reflection on the system itself, but take it for what you will. I actually like um, I Hunt's combat more than like other combat, uh, more than the other time I've played Fate. I should say, I I really like the concept of the edge die because it it really like racks up massive damage. And ideally, if you wanted to play, trying to, I guess if you really wanted to win, you always want to seize an advantage. Um, if you really, because there was this one round, um, and I think it was, well, one of our characters, I should say, just got hit like a truck because of the edge die, because of the, the, the edge die. And it just like, um, it just like really, I think it really like changes things because if you're, if you're always trying to seize the advantage and monster 
if it is intelligent, is also trying to seize advantage. You get this nice um, balance and momentum, this this nice like back and forth that narratively, I think, makes for a good um, fight scene. Um, I think as far as like how hard you hit, um, you can just be anyone. You know, I think like you don't really have um, a fighter, you know, like you don't really have a, a, a designated fighter. Um, you have someone who is a little bit better than everyone else at fighting. You know, you can all fight. Right. But I think stunts are what makes the difference. And I, I, I don't think it quite accomplishes that all the way but it does make a difference well um i'll say this i I very much agree mostly with um you know what's being said here i i do think that you know you it feels it feels very much like you don't have a fighter you have someone who's a little better at fighting i think that's a very true statement and maybe that's where i i came in with um a bit of a different assumption because like you know you built the knight and like the knight is sort of your um, more martial based character your more aggressive fightery type and it didn't necessarily seem to be all that much different than anyone else but i also felt like that's not a big problem necessarily yeah i feel like the knight but it did contribute to it being maybe a little swingy like i was saying yeah the knight i feel like they have um, I think that their 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 stunts help them avoid attacks, you know, and so you can sort of like defense tank it a little. And there was definitely a moment where I maybe should have I should have done that, but I didn't know better. Um, and I realized kind of a little late, I think, um, that that's how that works. But yeah, I I think that they're. Maybe when if you if you build a little more to like customize and go that route, sure. But I think off the bat it can be, yeah. N- there's not a huge um, gap in like skill levels and things in terms of what you're yeah. capable of in combat. Yeah. All right, Mrs. What's your opinion? I I like the combat. Um, I like that you have basically two health pools for essentially like social and mental um, fortitude and also physical. I am a huge fan of systems that have social combat as a thing that they are aware of, that they write in and they, you know, endorse the use of um, because I think that facilitates really good role play and um, makes for a more interesting and dynamic game. (laughs) We chose not to employ that as much, but that's fine. I mean, some sessions are like that. But I, I really like that they have that in there. I'm a huge fan of that. Um, I like the... Um, like, combat is very straightforward, whether it's social or physical combat. I, I like that it's easy. It goes by quick. It makes for more interesting scenes because you can kind of, like, you know, integrate both physical and, like, social combat in at the same time and it's not it doesn't necessarily take forever to get through any of it so it's like a it helps be like a really fast paced game and I, I like that 
All right, and our final bit, um, we've got about uh, 12 more minutes left on our recording time. This is our Would You Recommend This Game section. This is meant to be where we give our final thoughts. Um, and this is the only part of the show where it's not really a discussion moment. Uh, this is just about how we personally feel, not how we feel about what other people have said on the show. Um, I'm going to go ahead and uh, I'm going to go last on this one. Um, I think what I'm going to do is let's start with Mrs. Let's go okay. with Nick, Emmett, and then me. Um, yeah, I would recommend it um, to, to people. Oh, um, I mean, because the system, I mean, it's fate, but I Hunt itself is very, like, setting-specific kind of. Like, it does appeal more to like a niche audience but in general I mean it's a fun game so I'd be like yeah it might be outside of your wheelhouse but I would definitely recommend people try it yeah okay uh yes I would recommend this I I again this is sort of my first experience with a fate-based game in play and I really enjoyed it I, I thought it was very easy to pick up um very simple to get into um and it is somewhat niche in the, in the, the setting and, and the, the, the type of story it wants to tell sometimes, but I think that's a strength, not, not a weakness. Um, now, obviously, I wouldn't use this for like a general system, like I wouldn't use it for every type of game I want to play, but if I like what the, the setting and stories have to offer, absolutely. Like, it's a, it's, a, it's a neat concept. I don't think there's a lot of um, ground trod here where you have like a very a game written with a very modern sensibility behind it and a very modern theme behind it. Um, and I feel like it lends itself very well to, like, episodic play. So, like, if you're running this as a one-shot, it's great. If you're running this as, like, a Monster of the Week style, um, some new threat every, you know, every session or, um, you know, every so often, like, you change up and have different hunts, I think that's cool. I think maybe a long-term narrative is a little more of, like, a uh, an act to string together. I think it can be done, but it's maybe not as um as geared towards like a linear narrative it's more episodic in nature i would say um so maybe bear that in mind if you're if you're deciding whether or not to to choose this one for the game you want to play but i would very much recommend i hunt um it's yeah it's a lot of fun i think it, if if nothing else like it's great for a um departure from whatever other games you might be playing at the time just because it's so different but also it's so easy to pick up and get into i really like i hunt and there's there's a couple things that like i mean the book layout it does go over certain things over um like there's a bit of redundancy and not everything <coughs> about basic play is exactly in the same place every time um but i really like i hunt and i think i think it's it's a, it's it's good commentary um and it's it's very fun to play because of the how can i put this it's very fun to play because um you can either like have these like big i don't know these 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 really you can say a lot with it in your in your campaigns and i'm always like really like way about that it's geared to say things um, the way that it's designed is so that you will say things with your monsters, but sometimes you just punch Dracula in the face and that's like, okay. Um, it's, it's, 
I I don't know. I just really like really like it. <laughs> I I think that the the edge die is an improvement over basic fate dice mechanics. Um, I think that. I think that um, this 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 game is is geared towards. I, I would I would agree that it is geared towards episodic play um, because you can get through to a monster that you spend like a while like um, writing uh, in just like no time at all. Um, and that kind of caught me off guard when I first DM'd this, or DM'd this, I should say. Um, but it, it is really geared for an episodic format. I wish there was, like, I don't know, some help setting scenes that are not necessarily all about, like, the monsters or... or um, because I, as a GM, I don't... I'm not really used to making monster of the week like what do you put what do you intersperse it with you know those these are just things that i'd like to see and i know that um olivia hill is very olivia hill and her team uh at Mach um machine age are very prolific and I'm, I'm sure like something will come out at some point um but uh i don't know good game guys <laughs> thanks for letting us play it <laughs> um and i i think it is an improvement over um i think just it is an improvement in base die mechanics and the setting is very compelling um and inspires me to create new things and so that's why i really like it all right <clears throat> So, did I enjoy this game? Yes. Would I play this again? Yes. However, I Hunt tickles a very specific genre that I enjoy that in some ways it just doesn't work well. They even have a section in the book on how it, it's not a great game for horror. And that's, that's a big thing for me is I love... I love monster hunting. I love that stuff. Sometimes it really is just nice to have a game that you can grab and just beat the living crap out of the monster, you know. But at the end of the day, I want to be able to add in those horror aspects. And Fate really isn't built for horror. And so it is one of those things where somebody came up to me and they're looking for a game similar to I Hunt. And they give me any inkling that they want a horror aspect or they want you know it just anything that doesn't fit this game is more niche than some people may think or realize because of the fact that it sits in this kind of middle zone is it a fun game is it a great game yes is there are a lot of people that i would suggest go play it yes however if somebody comes up and they're looking for a monster hunting game and they want horror elements i hunt's not going to be my game to grab if they want a game that can be a monster beat-em-up or a just general fun beat-em-up game, absolutely, here's I Hunt. Go for it. Um, at the end of the day, it's just kind of a 
catch 22 for me. Um, the thing is, is that the book goes into this and that's the thing that I think not exactly, I would say saving grace, but I would say the thing that makes this game different from other games that sit in a similar niche position is they 100% say, Hey, we know what we did. There's a reason we did it. Here's what it is. So if you're looking for a game like I Hunt, if you want a beat 'em up monster game, if you want a game where you are going to literally the consequences are there, your life is in peril at every moment, but it's not horror based. Can you tell a horror story? Sure. Do the mechanics fit it? Not really. It's a great game though, and it is definitely a game that I would suggest. If I were asked to do a top three monster hunting game this would be in it it won't be in my top three horror because it's not a horror game but i think at the end of the day there are people that are going to look at this pick it up wanting a horror game and they're going to put it on the shelf and let it co co collect dust and i think that's sad and the thing is, is i'm bringing this up because i've seen this in a lot of forums where people were like i was looking for a horror game and i get that they say it's not a horror game in the back but i still bought it because i wanted a horror game and, and and i want people to take away this is a phenomenal game go get it grab it pick it up play it even if you don't like fate there is a lot of substance here that you will enjoy it is not a horror game bring yourself to the table realizing it's not a horror game there's a lot of fun things you can do with it. There's a lot of really awesome things you can do. And I really hope that you pick this game up and enjoy it. All right. Nick, if you want to go ahead and um, outro yourself. Sure. Um, so, hi. I'm Nick, um, also known as Draconic in various online spaces and places. On Twitch, Itch, Patreon, and Kofi, I can be found as Draconic. Uh, these are great places to find my work and support what I do. You can also find me on Twitter, at DraconicGaming, that's all one word. Um, and there's also my website, Draconic.com, where I maintain a rather extensive blog of tabletop topics. I encourage you to check it out and give something a read. And lastly, I do writing and editing commissions, so if you like what I'm about here, bring me on for a project so I can help bring your idea to life, whether that be tabletop or fiction or whatever. Um, or you can just reach out and invite me to another stream or podcast like this one. That's cool, too. Emmett? All right. My name is Emmett Hale Farnsworth Guzman. You can find me at Hale, H-A-L-E, underscore Guzman, G-U-Z-M-A-N, um, on Twitter. I, I make music. I made this podcast music. I can make your podcast music. Um, also, be ready for... Uh, uh, a an RPG coming out for me next year uh, and during the first half um, yeah uh, message me if you if you want any if you're interested in literally anything that I've spoken about just now Mrs. okay uh, Mrs. RPG Hour um, if you are interested i also host a um, rpg hour network uh, podcast called our adventures um, where we play fun indie games with cool people from the internet um, if you're interested in joining me on that um, you actually can find information to join our discord server 
um, to reach out and um, possibly be part of that show. If you want us to play your RPG, um, you can also reach out to us there. That way we can look at it and get a group together. Um, also, um, I'm one of the cast members of Amnesia.fm, and if you would are interested in joining us on the Amnesia.fm cast, you can um, find the Discord channel for Amnesia. Thank you so much for joining us. This has been RPG Hour. We played and reviewed I Hunt. This was our review. Uh, you can go check us out at RPGHour.com. Uh, this is a network of shows and pod uh, podcasts and streams. Uh, and until the dice roll again. Bye.